Good morning, everyone, and hello. Welcome yeah, to the first official Gamescast episode for, of the For the Geeks can channel. I'm your host, Jonathan Miranda, and I obviously still have a stuttering problem. Joining me today is the one, the only, Chris Seeger, as indomitable of a spirit as he is. Yep. Howdy, y'all. Also joining us today, as a special guest of honor, we are graced by the presence of one Mr. Jesse Caballos. Ceballos. I always do that. What the fuck do I always do that? <laughs> Caballos? He's a horse? Se okay. Se Ceballos. Caballos. At least it's not like the teachers, you know, Ceballos. Ceballos? Ceballos. Oh, boy. I'm just saying, teachers Jack. had it worse. All right. <laughs> for, the, for the record, we, we will refer to him as Jack all the time. So. Yeah. Jack, welcome. Thank you for showing up. Thank you, thank you. Welcome, bro. Thank you for having me. Of course. Special guest of honor. Yes, special guest of honor, because you're never on the shows with us. <laughs> we don't talk about it. <laughs> we like having you here, so exactly. thanks. Yeah. It's not my fault. Life. Life does happen. It does oh, suck. Life, life finds a wrong. way, as the great <laughs> late, not late, Jeff Goldblum says. Yeah. Anyways. He better not be late. Yeah. Today, we're going to be covering some recaps of uh, some of the standout games and our impressions of the Gamescom 2022 showcase out of Cologne, Germany. For those of you watching live, thanks for tuning in. And feel free to chime in whenever you have something to say, or if you just want to say hi in the chat, go ahead. Just, just say hi. It'd be nice. It'd be really sweet. It'll make me feel better anyways. Uh, if you're watching later on YouTube or listening on your favorite podcast service, smash that like button or give us a rating. If your input will help us shape the future episodes that we film, and it relays feedback to us where we need it. And we greatly, greatly appreciate that. So thank you. Mm -hmm. A little bit of housekeeping before we start up today's activities. Number one, there is a new episode of the For the Geeks podcast. It's our episode ranking top five anime of all time, as well as some other things that we get tangented on in anime. If you'd, like to find, if you'd like to listen to that, you can head over to your favorite podcast service right now by searching up For the Geeks Podcast or by clicking the link in our description down there or searching up our link tree. Um, yeah. There, you can listen to all of our podcasts from day one up to the current one, given there's only six podcasts. Yeah. Our link tree is link dot, or linktr.tree or dot .e, whatever. You, you guys know how dumb that thing is. Slash For the Geeks. <laughs> Apparently we're live on Twitch, yeah, right now. Yes, we are. <laughs> nice. We are doing a live recording. There was there was a reason I said we started already. So, well, you should be more clear with that next time. Okay, that's great. <laughs> Number two, our Patreon is in the works for those of you who'd like to support the show and take us to even greater heights. We will be unveiling the official tiers list once we have things wrapped up on our end. So be excited for that. The tiers list will include lots of access to unseen content as well as other benefits, so stay tuned as we release more information. In the meantime, at the uh, as of the release of this episode, we will have our Patreon opened for a $1 tier of general support. While $1 may not be much, that $1 will help us move towards our production goals and give us the ability to really give you guys a show with the quality that you all deserve. So, yes, and Yes. And it'll buy us top ramen. It, it might it, honestly ramen. if one of us is starving, I'm I'm pretty sure one of those dollars is buying someone top ramen. But it's definitely <laughs> gonna help us move the show forward and become even better so you guys can enjoy on the viewer side. Uh mm -hmm. 
as we unveil those tier lists, there will be lots of exclusive content that we'll do and other things. So, yeah, everyone be excited. Everyone yeah. have it'll be fun. Excited! Ooh, yeah. Woo! Yay! Excitement! <laughs> <laughs> and number three, a new weekly streaming schedule has been posted on our Twitch channel. Each day from 5 p.m. to 7 p.m., we'll be doing streams, which Mr. Jack is in charge of. Damn right. So, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, or hate mail, please direct them at him. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Why the hate? <laughs> Looks like hate we've got some necessary. people in chat already. Nice. Hi, E. What's up, people? All hello, right. Hello. Uh, let's see. Jack, what kind of content? What kind of content can these folks expect to see in the coming weeks? These folks can expect a bit of Apex, still finishing up the playthrough of Little Nightmares, Kingdom Hearts 1 playthrough, and probably a little bit of Fortnite mixed into this, and some art. Kingdom Hearts, nice. Nice. Very nice. Oh, yeah. I like that. Awesome. Well, you can all catch that later on twitch.tv slash forthegeeksgames. But for now... Let's get on to the topic of our show, which is going to be our Gamescom 2022 recap. Woo! Yay! Let's go. Recap. Yay! Oh, in the background. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was like, I was like, what is that? What? I was like, this shit is moving so much. What is holding I was like, how do you hold a blur? How do you hold a blur? That's fucking crazy. So fast. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> So, uh, gentlemen, yes. How excited are you for our Gamescom stuff? Fifty percent excited. Fifty percent. Okay. Seventy-five. I'm brutally seventy-five. Honest. That's fair. That's fair. That seventy-five is a good outlook. Fifty percent is kind of harsh, I think. But that's, that's what fair. I am. That's fair. Fifty-fifty. You're giving it half a chance, and that's fine. Half a chance is better than no chance, right? Yes. Good old college try there. So. <laughs> Our first <laughs> stop today is going to be one that uh, a few of us have already talked about. However, I feel it is necessary to talk about this game as it will be a major player in the PlayStation ecosystem for 2023. Yeah. That game is Forspoken. And uh, let's get our audio guy to uh, set things up because nothing's set up. <laughs> audio guide. Audio guy. There we oh, go. It's... Okay. All right. So this is for Spoken. This is a new 10-minute gameplay trailer that we got out of. Uh, what do you call it? Out of uh, Gamescom. Why did I say what do you call it? I'm dumb. Wow. So, okay. <laughs> this game is basically, if any of you watch anime, it's an isekai. So you're a person in real life, and for some reason or another, the gods of the universe decide that you're it's your turn to live in a new world <laughs> so reincarnated in another world this game yeah. is this game is done by luminous no productions harem. they are the developer team that uh, worked on final fantasy 15 so i just off the bat i can see the similarities just in the graphics and design alone of the game and in the way that you're traversing in the wild um what do you guys think on it? Give me give me some impressions that you got watching this trailer. Some concerns. Let's start with concerns. Concerns. Um, well, right off the bat, about this game, after I watched the 10-minute video, I did not like 
I guess the uh, the facial animations. Mm. Nope. Like it's you you expect games today to have you know teams that could really animate well, and here this game is already you know clo close to close to completion mm. and what have you. But I feel like they could have done better with the facial animations. It's not as bad as Mass Effect Andromeda, but. <laughs> When oh you're God. talking, like you'll see in the video, when we get to a point where she's talking to a, a shorter lady, mm -hmm. only her eyes and like this lady, her eyes and up seem to be moving and her mouth doesn't really feel like she's a real character and her mm -hmm. cheeks don't really move properly. So that kind of pulls me out of the immersion when I see stuff like that, because this isn't the 2000s anymore. Yeah, um, they should have better um, animation and what have you. I also have a. Uh, uh, other uh, issues with the game, but if, Jack, if you want to say something, I can let you go too. No, I was say, yeah, I was agree with you on how the facial animation. Now that you know we're not in the yeah, 2000s right anymore, here. Jesus, yeah, you, <laughs> yeah, you, you don't it, see you know, the, the cheek animations aren't there, you know. Yeah, I've seen a lot more fleshed out games that aren't as good like this, but have better facial features that really, really draw you in and tie you into the game more often. Yeah. Exactly. Um, another one I would have to point out is something I personally don't like. It's a staple of Ubisoft, and that is the whole tower reveal system where you have to go to a landmark and it activates the map pointing out waypoints. And that, for me, mm. that takes away from the immersion that I used to get out of The Witcher, Skyrim, or even Elden Ring in those games where there's high emphasis on you find stuff in the world for yourself and it's your job to either uh, remember it or a landmark gets revealed to you in that way yeah. thus making exploration more um rewarding hell even black desert online does that there's an entire leveling system based on exploration in black desert mm -hmm. so you're encouraged in that game to go and seek out the unknown by yourself there's no like right now yeah she's about to activate this this tower pylon see i i hate that that's just to me yeah I understand it's hand holding, but it I see too much of it and it's 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 uh oversaturated. I don't mm. like it. Fair. It is in a lot of games nowadays yeah. too. Like yeah. other games you'll see it, yeah, you know, okay, I go up to the very top, you know, SEO freaking Assassin's Creed, Ubisoft you said, you know, yeah. oh I locked the whole thing and now I get to see where all these waypoints are instead of you full on exploring it yourself. Yeah. It's like, oh I found it for myself. Let me mark this later on, you know, I gotta remember where this location's at. Yeah. The not only like in Assassin's Creed, like when I was playing Far Cry, they also have it in there too, which I... It, the first Far Cry was completely different. It didn't have any of that because it was a very linear game. But then mm -hmm. I think it was two or three that started the open world yeah, stuff. Two. I think it was three. No, 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 um, two. Two started I, I a didn't... lot of open world stuff. Okay, well, I didn't play that one. But anywho... Oh, man, um, you missed two. Two was like the best part of Assassin's Creed besides Black Flag. I guess so. But still, <laughs> those, those had towers, too. They had radio towers, and you had to use it to unlock the map, which just proves... Oh, you mean Far Cry 2? I thought you were talking about Assassin's Creed 2. No, I'm talking about Far Cry. Yeah, never mind, never mind. I was, I was about to say, I was like, what are you talking about radio towers? I know it was in all the Assassin's Creed games, starting with the first one. Yeah. yeah. But well, anywho. No, th those are definitely good concerns. Uh, I don't feel so strongly about those towers per se i mean in all fairness you could just ignore them if you wanted to but i get where you're coming from with the oversaturation i do see the uh, facial animation problems as well especially like right there we had Frey just kind of sitting there smiling and it was a little janky of a smile it kind of looked creepy yeah yeah <laughs> just a little bit unsettling just, just a little bit but awkward cheesy smile in the middle after destroying everyone 
what I'm most the my biggest concern currently with this game is not necessarily traversing its open world, but the, I'm worried that the open world may feel a bit barren or empty. Yeah. Looking at the videos right yeah. now, the traversal looks amazing. Honestly, I it it reminds me of Spider-Man's um Spider-Man Marvel's Spider-Man, uh, the Insomniac one. And I loved going yeah. around the city. That had a lot to do with being able to be Spider-Man and actually get a good feel for the swing as you went through it. Right. This game, while it may not be Spider-Man, the way that you're getting around the environment and the way you're moving, it just looks fun. The way she, if you'll see in a moment, she kind of, um, like, she vaults over. She does, like, a little parkour vault over an animal. Yeah. And it, it just looks like it feels good. It looks mm -hmm. like it's going to make the combat fluid. And then... Apparently, depending on where you're standing, you can also use elemental-specific attacks, which is interesting. And I want to know more about the combat system itself, but standing out from it, my worry is that the world's going to be too empty. And that's the biggest worry with any open-world game for me. Oh, yeah. If, yeah. They, if you don't have things in between to make you feel like you're doing something, like Elden Ring was huge. Elden oh, Ring was God. massive. But oh, at, God. at that same time, Breath I was able to like walk through I, even Breath of the Wild. Yeah, I I never oh, yeah. felt like there was nothing to do. I felt like walking through that world. I was immersed in it. I was always in Hyrule. I was always in uh, shoot. I forgot what the place in the Elden Ring is called. I literally just played it. Elden Ring I, Land. <laughs> in yeah. Elden Ring Land. Elden Ring Land. <laughs> makes me feel dumb because I wrote a review on it. it oh stupid, wow! But, Good job, because. Um, <laughs> Uh, basically, those worlds felt full. They felt like they had meaning. They felt like they had people, even even in a game where most of the enemies were Agreed. everywhere. So, yeah. hopefully this game follows that, because my problem with Final Fantasy XV was that I felt that the world was a bit empty and sparse at times. It did feel like a major trek, and I know that the big part of it was to be able to travel together with your buddies in the game, in the car, play the radio and kind of give you that road trip feel but for yeah, me yeah. the road trip feel kind of got taken away from because there was so little happening around me at all moments um one thing i'll i'll start with i'm happy about is the combat the combat looks good i, I remember in 15 that uh, luminous productions had the teleport system with your Kingsglaive. So, yeah. you know, it it kind of broke the game a little bit. It, it didn't make it feel as like you had so many consequences for doing certain things, and the attacks felt less varied. So with this system, being able to switch between so many different types of magic in different forms, in different situations and scenarios, and have a multitude of spells from what it looks like it seems like this game is going to have an amazing combat system yeah i'm just hoping it doesn't get too overwhelming with all mm -hmm. the spells you know in mid combat you're like deciding between like 18 yeah. different spells and shit like yeah. that that's the only thing concerning i love that i have a whole array of spells to use but mm -hmm. um uh the scroll i don't mind the scroll wheels yeah but half the time when you're when i'm watching her run she's like running trying to decide what else to use stopping going back yeah. in fighting so it's like a lot of poke and probably you know in and this and out yeah you know go in drop this come back stop but other than that it looks good yeah, yeah. i wonder if there'll be like a loadout system though you know like so, um shoot what game was it kind of like a hot like kind of like a hot something spell. like a hot switch so like you know yeah. you you have setups of different 
loadouts and spells and different combinations that you can swap between seamlessly. Yeah, if it, yeah, oh, if it comes out seamlessly, ooh, that'd be nice. Yeah, look at that, look at that, TPS smile. <laughs> <laughs> she was all teeth yeah. on that one. Yeah. So it looks good. I mean, it looks like it's going to be good. And for a console game, especially for a next gen game, I I agreed. The facial animations do seem to be one of the biggest concerns currently. But yeah, with Square Enix publishing this with Luminous Productions, I'm sure we'll get some sort of day one patch, like with every game. Uh, we'll see. Hopefully, it'll work. It'll it'll work itself out. Yeah, not my cup of tea, but we'll see. We'll see. I definitely want to give it a good try. I'm definitely going to try it. I'm opposite of what I say. Yeah, <laughs> I, I can't. I cannot wait. <laughs> totally fine. I cannot wait. I'm actually excited because Forspoken was my. Game of the Year contender for Elden Ring until it got delayed, and now I'm like, oh well. At least I've got a Game of the Year contender for 2023. Mm. It it just depends on how it gets delivered. We'll we'll see how that goes, but uh, stay tuned, we'll folks, because I'm probably gonna write a review on this once it comes out. The release date is, I believe, January 23rd. Oh no, 24th. There it is. So keep an eye out for that ne- at the beginning of next year. Oh yeah, I forgot. It's Magic Cat. <laughs> What would you give a rating out of this? Between right one and now, 10, just out of my, just yeah, my just impressions right now. right now, I'm sitting at probably like a solid 8 and a 10 scale rating. Solid 8 because, again, like, eight. you know, okay, okay. The, the animations in are a big, big part, especially with something as insanely huge as um, a Square Enix game. Mm-hmm. They, they typically don't fuck up. Facial animation. I mean, look at almost every Final Fantasy game. It's right? usually That's on par, or usually on point. Cutscenes and character faces. Now, don't get me wrong. Maybe we'll have like a good story out of it. Maybe the story is going to make up for some of the display animations. But yeah, uh, it it it's got to make up a lot. Hopefully, if that's how the yeah. that's how the whole game's going to yeah. be. It's going to be like playing Oblivion with next gen graphics. So we're going to move on now to our first random trailer reaction this yeah. is something mm-hmm. i saw it's an indie game it's called Ch- hey, indie game chainsaw club oh, or chenso club uh if you would kind sirs give me just a moment no worries there we go. all the worries all right don't worry <laughs> don't worry okay. simples i got one for you later trust me you're gonna we'll love see. it oh no uh, okay, so, this looks like something my this, friend Dr. Kearns would play. For this sure. game looks fucking Pixels. awesome. I'm so excited for this game. Chainsaw wielding an android with an evenly blah blah blah. Okay, that's definitely <laughs> the wait is over. Game. There was a wait. <laughs> there was. This yeah. game was this game was first announced about a year ago, I think, or two a year or two ago, and it looks so cool. It's basically like a new age Mega Man with multiple characters. Now my cup of tea, I suck at platformers. So I wouldn't even say it's full I on. I don't know if it's a full on platformer just con- just by the video itself and seeing the arenas that you have to fight in. It kind of reminds me of um It does Tower look Fall. like a platformer. It it looks like Towerfall and Mega Man had a child. I don't know if you guys played Towerfall before, but it was an uh, older indie game with uh bows and arrows. Yeah, that game was awesome. Oh, yeah. That shit was fun. Fucking love Towerfall. So this yeah. this got me hyped. I was excited. 
Thank you, IGN, for letting me use your video because uh, nobody else had a fucking video out there. But that wasn't <laughs> IGN. That was that was game trailers. Oh yeah, was it? Game? Yeah, it's a game trailer. Oh. It's a game trailer <laughs> that they stole from oh, IGN. Okay, I I don't know, man. I'm just trying to find videos out here because I can't find fucking press release for this shit. Yes, so yeah, here's your second one. Those one that Jack's sure. gonna be super, super. Uh, Excited for, I think. I don't even know what the fuck this is. This DLC is DLC for a main game. For DLC what? DLC for uh, nobody, nobody saves, saves the world. Oh, you know, he was talking oh, about yeah. the yeah. DLC. So I, I, we we were having a lot of fun with it. Oh my god, I think it's super cool. Just having new forms in the in the DLC is gonna be fun. I don't know how I feel about the B, but that engineer looks sick as fuck. Uh, also, the B is gonna be interesting, no? Because I'm, I'm, I've seen the guy, the old man, old man Jenkins. Yeah. He looks like a pretty fun character, but the B, I'm interested because, well, I was a turtle and a slug before in that game. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> so, <laughs> the B is interesting. Apparently, this you also can play looks mini like something too. my friend would play. Not my cup of tea, his cup of tea. <laughs> Another drink. It's box a good, cute, fun game. little game to play with a friend. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. All right, let's move on to our next topic. How'd you guys like those trailers? Yeah, I, I mean, I already said they're not for me, but they look interesting for yeah. my indie game friends, like Ryan yeah, and yeah. Uh, Dr. Kearns. They would love it. That's <laughs> Your fair. indie game friends, they love them? Yes. Oh, it, One of them is always trying to get me to play indie games. I'm just like, shut up. I'm not. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm play. not. Yeah. Like the last time I played an indie game was, uh, for, that he recommended was actually Katana Zero. And that was the most frustrating game I've ever played, but I beat it anyway because he said hey, if you beat it, you. I'll give you I'll give you Hotline Miami for free, which he gave oh me. And yeah. I never I'm never gonna play those two because they're also fucking hard. So oh man, that. dude, Hotline Miami is so good. I love. I bet that it game. is, but I get angry never very easily. I value my monitor. I'm not it, gonna break it. So yeah. Hotline Miami. I value is, my monitor. Hotline <laughs> Miami is basically you get one hit. You have to move through a building and murder a bunch of people. Yeah, it's I mean, super fun. Oh, right on the zero, you get hit once and you die. It's super fun though. We'll, we'll have to add that one to the stream schedule because a replay of Hotline Miami, especially on PC, would be so much better. Oh my god, I would be actually be able to aim my shit way better than I would before. <laughs> PC for the win. All right, next up PC? is going to be the Lies of P gameplay reveal. So this uh, is Lies of P. Lies of P is a Lies is a Souls like <laughs> take on the Pinocchio story. Yep. It is very steampunk. It is very dark. It looks like Bloodborne, to be fair, and it looks, it looks like fun. gorgeous. Oh yeah. It Coming from somebody who looks, hates these yeah. kind of games, again, this is also not for me. I'm picky as fuck, but too bad. <laughs> Um, <laughs> this is definitely something my friend Ryan would enjoy because he loves all the Souls games, all you know, and Elden Ring. It's like his favorite game now. But um, it looks game. fantastic. Oh. I like how they incorporated the steampunk feel to it, and how they're going with uh, Timothy Chalamet. Uh, you know, what? Timothy Chalamet. Pinocchio looks just like him. I don't know who that is. Uh, you ever watched right. that new Dune movie? Yeah. No. Wait. The main character? The new oh, Dune? Okay. <clears throat> yeah, the new Dune movie. No, he looks just this guy looks just like Timothy Chalamet. But I don't have a I can't see his face, so. uh, they had it earlier in a different video. So it looks anyway, it looks 
yeah, it looks it looks cool. I like the steampunk aspect because all the other ones are high fantasy or gothic theme, so, yeah. or even futuristic with like the surge or anime with yeah. Code Vein. But um, mm-hmm. I like when when they're able to bring this sort of gameplay style into other uh, themes and whatnot and make it work. Yeah. So like, those like are really genres. Cool. Yeah. I see what you mean with this face. Yeah. Yeah. I saw, yeah, this it gave me like a real uh, dishonored nope. vibe when I yeah. seen it. It gave me like real steampunkish aesthetic, and I was like, "Dang, this looks nice." And then watching the fighting, I understood. What, I understood when you guys were saying that, "Oh, it's like a, a Souls game," and I was like, "What do you mean, like a Souls game?" Yeah. Like I, it, at first, it didn't look like it from watching this, but then after seeing the gameplay, I was like, "Oh, dang, no, this this is definitely like a Souls type game." Yeah, yeah, it's not it's not gonna be hardcore exactly like it. It may have its own feel oh. a little different nuance to it but it's very much in the vein of a souls-like game one of the yeah. one of the cool things i noticed about it during the 12 minute developers gameplay trailer was that it looks like you can customize your weapons in a sense so the head of a weapon can be mixed with the hilt or shaft or whatever of another weapon it looks like so like you could get like the blade of a of uh, the axe on like a spear, making a halberd or something like that, and it yeah. looks like really good customizability. It's really interesting, and I'm honestly extremely excited for it. <clears throat> but the biggest thing, really I, the biggest thing I'm concerned about is whether they're going to barrel hard into what the story of the game is, or if they're going to focus more on the actual combat. Because if you lean too far into one. I think that could be the thing that messes it up for this game. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's that's the make or break point, and that's that's how I felt with uh, Sakito Shadows Die Twice. Yeah, was they leaned a lot into the story, which I felt, but the combat was lacking a lot because mm-hmm. a lot of times when you're trying to grapple or trying to do something in yeah. mid fight, you were unable to grapple, or you were grappling an enemy, or grappling something wrong. Like any plus, you could even look up fully all the way to grapple where you needed to go yeah. to go up to an upper ledge and things like that. Yeah. Yep. So this is a neat concept as well that is adding into the game. Apparently your choices can affect the outcome of the game. So this game may have multiple endings. Oh, that's cool. So that's it depends. Awesome. It depends on how you act and how you react as Pinocchio. It could make a big difference in the grand scheme mm. of things. Um, yeah. I wonder if I can get that. Let me see if I can get no. that gameplay actual dev uh, dev playthrough. Uh, new gameplay breakdown. Yeah, this one. Uh, yeah. Alright, let me find it. There is a section where... Yeah, perfect. So, right here is when he's sitting down at an actual thing, and you can switch between the arms that he uses, and they do different things. Like, in the trailer, you saw that one of the arms was like a flamethrower, but right here, he's got puppet string that shoots out a wire. So it's very Sekiro-style. You can grapple to enemies, you can pull them closer to you, or you can grapple to the bigger enemies. And each of these arms has, obviously, a different type of stat, statage. Um, It it looks great. There's one that's like an electric arm, but I, I, nobody's used it correctly, I guess, yet. it's I guess you have to be really close to use it. Maybe with upgrades it'll change, but... Even the characters, the enemies themselves, move in such a creepy, doll-like way. Yeah. 
Yeah, definitely. They, they move awkwardly. So if you it lean looks, hard into the horror of it, I think it's. I think it this looks game great. Be great. I do too. Yeah. Maybe you won't have Sekiro uh, flashbacks in this one, Jack. Oh my god. <laughs> Hopefully not. Oh my god, it's horrible. Oh boy. So yeah, 2023, <laughs> no hard release date, but we've got a release window of 2023, and I, that's not too bad, I think. Let's see here. All right. On to the next one. Yes. Miasma Chronicles. Okay. Yeah. Another indie game? Another, another indie game, kind of. This game is produced by 505. And if you know 505 Games, they are the group that uh, published Control, Death Stranding, and oh. Terraria. So Ter Terraria and Terraria, Amazon Terraria, Terraria, Tralala, tra yeah, Amazon tra -la -la -la. Simulator, yeah, Amazon. Oh yeah, Amazon Simulator. I was like, Terraria is not an Amazon Simulator. <laughs> no, <laughs> I know. I was like thinking about that. I was like, how is Terraria an Amazon Simulator? I was like thinking about it hard too. It took me like five seconds to figure it out, but I got it. For Johnny, it was fishing simulator the whole time. Oh, dude, oh yeah. God. All I did in Terraria was fish. I am the king of fishing. So good what at you it. Do? He uh, literally you was. He got everything off. for potion. What happened? You clicked off. Clicked off what? I can't see the video. Oh, on, oh. on Discord. On for Discord, I can't see. It. You just, yeah, now I see the document. There you go. Okay. Oh. oh. Oh, that's weird. I don't know why that was popping up. Yeah, now the video is lagging. What the fuck? Okay, there it's we go. Yeah, Elvis! So, what I got from this game was that... You clicked off again. Hey, sorry, I had to pull the dock back up. Oh my this, God. Game, <laughs> this game looks to be like a turn-based strategy game so far. Okay. It looks like a very oh. polished-up XCOM. If you would see in the oh, video, okay. as you see in the video right here, you look. It looks like you've got spaces to move to, spaces to move around, and yeah, in the coming like seconds, yeah, in the coming <laughs> seconds you'll see them hiding behind there, right there, hiding behind cover, taking shots, throwing grenades. Like, it, so, so you don't. You're, you're not a fan of the that kind of strategy game, I would say. I am if it's if it's fantasy like Divinity, Original Sin, if uh, Baldur's Gate three, or um, if it's. Cyberpunk, like the Shadowrun games, I'm okay with that. If it's just like these, nah, I don't really care. Hmm. Not a big fan of like turn-based like this mechanics like that. Like, don't get me wrong, they're they're okay in their own yeah. right, but me playing it, I'm just like move here, agreed, move yeah. there, move there. All right, moving on. You know, that that's just me though. That's fair. Last hero of Nostal Gaia. I was hoping Brooks would be here to give me some more talk on that game because that one I'm actually excited for. I, you, you me and Brooks play XCOM yeah. a lot, so we are definitely excited for. Or I would say he would be excited for something like that, and I know he would have a lot yeah. of stuff to say. I I think it looks good so far. I feel like he would really, really like that a lot. That's definitely a, a me, a me ass game. <laughs> so I, I can see myself getting it and playing it, and it is an Xbox title, so I can only guarantee that it's probably going to be Game Pass day and date. So you once still it need comes to be out, Divinity. <clears throat> I do. I, I still have to do Divinity, and that I will add yeah. to streaming. So don't worry, we're gonna get there. Yeah. I just need to play it. Brooks hasn't been online lately, so I haven't been doing it. I might just go back to my single player character and run through that yeah. way. 
Oh, quick tidbit too. Scorn is coming out. So. Yes, it is October twenty first, I believe. What is? Yes, uh, Scorn. It's a. I don't know how to describe it. It's a. It's, it's not like, a first person shooter. That's for sure. It's although it does have gun. It it's basically <laughs> Doom, but everything's gory. Like, but Doom everything. is gory. There's demons. Okay. It's, yeah. In this world, it's not demons. It's more of a, like a hellish scape of like yeah. machine oh. and flesh, yeah. like molded together and things like that. Oh, nightmare Every, fuel. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah, exactly. I'll have to check That's that a great out. Way to Scorn. All right. Moving on to our next random trailer that you guys had no idea about. This is a game yeah, that we I, talked yeah. about actually. <laughs> this is a game we you talked did? about a year ago uh, at the old games at last year's Gamescom. I. Don't believe we did a uh, recap episode for that, but it was also announced at Summer Games Fest as well. And, oh boy, am I excited for this one. This one looks like fun. What? The this talk is... about more games that use simplicity. Yes, indeed. <laughs> this game is called Last, The Last Hero of Nostalgia. It's basically a Souls-like, but other than... Uh, but it, it's weird. Like, you put on armor and you become... You, you are a stick figure. You're 8-bit. Everything gets broken down into bits. But when you put on armor, you become 3D. 3D, And it looks like a lot of fun. The last time we talked about... Oh, now there is co-op, so there's two-player. We can play with friends. Okay. No, this I'm feels good. like if, if if I wanted to get good at a Souls game, I would play you this. Use this to practice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, I would use this to practice getting good at a Souls game. <laughs> oh my god! And then I'd be like, okay, now to try Elden Ring. <laughs> That's fair. That's funny though. So you kind of become the armor in a sense. So you become whatever armor you're wearing. <laughs> you can, Character yeah. customization. <laughs> <laughs> What's great is the class skin color. Yes, uh, yes. Class system's great. That's fun. Instead of a paladin, you're a dadadin. Wow. What? I, I, yeah. There's a sorcerer, but it's spelled like source code. Oh my god, that's business. <laughs> it looks like a lot of fun. It's definitely yeah. Weird. That's hilarious. Look at that. He's blended into the fucking wall. That's genius. Mario, really? Rainbow Road? Oh my and god! He's doing stop. the song. That's the best part. Oh, oh my god. god. Oh man, this game is basically a Souls game on crack. Maybe I'll play this because it's so silly. It really is. That's yeah. what makes it look like so much fun for me. It's just ridiculous. Yeah. Completely yeah. ridiculous. Oh man! Meet your maker. That's the name of that other game that I I wanted to talk about the other day. He died by a train. That's funny. All right. Next breakdown video we're gonna put up right, right. now is actually gonna be a combo video. We're gonna talk about two games on this one, and I made that last minute call. The first combo part we're gonna talk about is gonna be Callisto Protocol. They release new gameplay footage and yes. concept. Uh, I mean, concept, uh, what do you call it? More information about the game. Basically, they gave us this new in-game footage of the game. Well, well, well. Now, as some of you may or may not know, this is the Callisto prod, uh, Protocol, which is run by a team of industry veterans 
ranging from Call of Duty and Dead Space developers. The head that. of this project is Glenn Schofield, one of the uh, major developers off of Dead Space. This game is, as they say, very gory, very dark, and gritty. So, this comes out next year. This, or I'm sorry, not the next year. This comes out at the end of the year, December third, if I'm not, if I'm correct. Um, the second on the video description. Second. You're right. You're right. There you go. See, I'm always off yeah. by one day. One day. One day. So. This is new, new footage. You get to see a bit of the dismemberment. Something obviously the developers took from their love of Dead Space. See half an arm there on this guy. Gets hit with some shit. That's cool. So like I was saying earlier when we were talking pre-show, um, the, that that gravity shit is used cool. by the prison guards in the game to control the prisoners where they're at. Yeah. So you think about it, this is kind of a really fucked up place already. Well, I mean, they're prisoners, so I mean, yeah. they gotta yeah. restrain them somehow, futuristic. Yeah. Like, oh, no more restraints. Telekinesis. <laughs> Stop them when they're dragged. Oh my so, god, he just grew his head back. If you saw right there while he was doing that, he was, um, there were tentacles coming out of his head, right? Yeah. Those tentacles are mutations. Uh, Glenn Schofield at Opening Night Live was talking about it, and he was saying that the mutations are going to make the game different in the sense that once you decapitate or change something on somebody's body and they become uh, a little bit more stronger, they'll become faster. Oops. Uh -huh. They will become faster. They will get uh, more power. It'll make them more deadly and dangerous, which in the middle of a firefight, a really big firefight, could be the game changer in terms of whether your character gets brutally murdered or lives. Currently, they... After the, that gameplay fight trailer, they gave us uh, another trailer of a cinematic part where you're sliding down a, a water filtration system or some shit. Yeah. And this is... Getting flushed down the drain. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You almost hit <laughs> that drill. So this is yeah. to show off some of the animations they've been working on in-game. It's beautiful. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. No, it looks really, really good. Like, I'm usually picky as fuck because I hate horror games. Mm -hmm. I hate horror or anything, but I played Dead Space 1. It scared the shit out of me because it was very unique. Like, you wouldn't... The only time you've ever seen horror oh. and sci-fi together was Alien, and that's what made it so incredibly successful because no one had done... Com combined those two genres. And this, I think, also takes the cake just like Dead Space did. So I'm definitely... Considering buying this game, oh this yeah, out. this is gonna be a great game to play. I I can hands I'm down scream guarantee. like a little girl the whole time. That's the best <laughs> part of these games, though. Oh yeah, it is. <clears throat> That's what I loved about Dead Space One was all the death animations between all the creatures, and then beautiful. you know it, it was so good. Just randomly, like I would figure, I'm like, hey, I wonder what happens if I die by this guy. I wonder what he does. What he does different. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, just like penetrates you through your chest and just rips you apart and i'm just like oh so that's how i die yeah so, so the developers have been talking about it as they've released more trailers and they have gone above and beyond with the death animations in callisto protocol as oh, you saw God. in that last trailer you as you were going down the water slide if you happen to or unfortunately happen to bump yeah. yourself into one of the fan blades it'll hit you grab you pull you up and then split you in half in one of the in one of the first gameplay trailers, they had uh, an enemy basically bite your face off, like literally, like half your face just off. Just, just yeah, face. I want his face off. 
quick oh. little um. No, nobody. No face-off reference. Nothing. Face-off. <laughs> the TV show? No, the movie with what? I never saw the movie. There's a TV I, show I never saw Face movie. Off. Oh my Maker. lord! I thought, that's what I thought you were talking about. No, yeah, no, no. See? I was talking about Jack Nichols. Uh, I'm Jack Nicholson. Whoa, Nicholas Cage, John Travolta. No, 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 no movie. not really. Though we're, we're gonna have to, we're gonna have to do like a a, a rewatch of that. It's movie night. Movie, movie night. night? Yeah. That's new new idea. <laughs> For the, Geeks movie, or for the Geeks movie night. Cool. We're going to watch stuff with you, but you're going to have to find it on your own because we can't stream it. Yeah, We'll stream We'll stream watching it together so you can all watch with us and we'll time it. It'll be yeah. cool. It'll be a fun night. It'll be a fun yeah. thing. So, Discord. Uh, anything else to add on Callista Protocol, Jack? Anything you... Not that I can think of at the moment, no. Just that I'm really, really excited for it. Oh, yeah. Most definitely. Damn. For those of you listening, audio listeners, I'm sorry. This is a very right. visual episode. If you want to hear us, just let's keep listening to us talk about this. Like, we probably should have put that disclaimer in the beginning, but I didn't think about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. But okay. <laughs> th- you're still getting reactions. You're still getting the talk. You get to hear us, but you just don't get the visual, visual essence of it. You gotta it- wait for the video to come up. Mm-hmm. Yep. Moving on, we're gonna move to the second part of breakdown. A new Hogwarts Legacy gameplay trailer came out, and Sniffles brought this to my attention, which yes. I I did I see, it. see it. I did see it, but wait, I didn't put it wait, into the doc. Wait, can I use the restroom real quick? <laughs> yeah, sure. Go ahead. Okay. We'll we'll Keep we'll talking. fill this in with ad time. Ad time. This is this is ad break. In fact, ad, ad break. Moving on, the next part is going to be the Hogwarts Legacy official gameplay trailer from Gamescom. I know you're really excited about this, Seeger. So Hell let's yeah. give it a look. See, it does look fun. Honestly, it's it's super cool. Let me turn up the volume on it just a little bit. The best prepared will be. Ooh. If either of you uses dark, honestly, oh, I will notify that was my fault. Master immediately. It looks like the story is going to be fucking wicked. Are so named for a reason. Yeah, see, like their facial features are like a lot better. They are. Yes. They really yeah, are. yeah, like they really are. You can actually see. You know, oh, I hate spiders. I love them if they're fuzzy. Those are oh, Aragorn! Oh, Aragorn! The body will decay! It carries on! You've made your choice. So, I don't know what just happened right there. I think he's going like There's those droggers. Yeah. No, 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 but... I think, depending on the character you choose to play in this game, I think you literally had to kill someone right there. No, they were shooting it at a door to open it. Are you sure? Yes, they were shooting it at a door. Go back the in the video. The part that I concerns Oh, well, there's both of them. Yeah, maybe you're right. I don't know. The way they said it was like, are you ready for this? They made it seem like there was some sort of like... Well, because they have to use the Forbidden Curse spell. So then, who did they fucking Crucio? The door! Look back at the thing! They shot the red things at the door. Oh, cool, there's a fucking uh, Thestral. Yeah, yes. Thestral. That's neat. Thestral. Go back in the video, and you'll see it. I saw it. I just, I was unsure. Where, where is it? Where is it? Where is now you're in. There it is. Right there, yeah. Play it, yeah. So, like, stepping back. Are you, are you making your own character, or are you playing someone? 
Yeah, but then that? look at it shoots at the door. See, that's oh, what they're okay, doing. Yeah. You've made your choice. But then what is the you made your choice in the weak sounding I don't, voice mean? That's, that's and how are they alive at the end? That doesn't. I make don't know. Sense. That's what that's what concerns me. I don't know what happens. Yeah. So I'm well, thinking the, that each character has their own story, and so that's the different perspective of how they're opening that in that sense. That's possible. Oh, but do you play someone, or do you, yes. or, uh, you, you, you make, your own, make your own character? Yeah. Yeah, see, they're still there. Hey, but, yeah. That's pretty dope. Uh, um, assembly of clips is a big thing to help not ruin surprises or things like that, but I've just got a major concern that you got to murder somebody right there. We'll wait the till the game comes out. out. But, yeah. oh. it, in Discord, it, it does that every time we record, and I don't know why. I don't either. What's it's the probably, Discord honestly, it's, it's probably my microphone, to be fair. Yeah. I, I don't know why it does that. I have to, like, turn on uh, chat over here to hear through the stream to see what you just said. Do you That's... have, like, voice sensitivity for um, your mic? I don't know. Like when you like, is it automatic input? You should never have an automatic input. Oh, you mean like that's only active like, when I when there's voice activity? Yeah, no, you shouldn't do that because then it'll just cut you out randomly. Like I, I purposefully have mine set to um, minus seventy decibels, so I have a lot of room in the green to speak. I would go and fix that right now, but I'll have to wait till afterwards because yeah, we'll do it later. It'll screw up the thing. But <laughs> anywho, that's I'm just. How excited are you? Yeah, I'm fucking excited. I've been waiting for a new Harry Potter game forever because I used to play them as a kid. Mm -hmm. I love them. I love the like chamber sequence is really good uh, because you know you got to explore Hogwarts and find all these little um, treasures in the castle yeah. and what have you. I even played like the Half Blood Prince one. Mm -hmm. I think at some point, which was better because the gr the graphics were updated. Yeah, and I know originally this game was supposed to like it was it was. People rumored it was an MMO. I'm sad it's not an MMO. Yeah. But I'm also mm -hmm. happy that it's a single player because then if this succeeds, it can kickstart a gaming franchise with Harry Potter finally, like it was meant to yeah. all the years ago. But those those games didn't do so well because when you make a game that's like a copy of the movies, that's just like it's not very successful. We you know, that yeah. was that yeah. was the thing when we were growing up was Games were copies of movies. The only one that was successful was Spider-Man Two. <laughs> that yeah. one, that one was successful like, for a multitude cool. of reasons. But it, it yeah. licensed licensed games yeah. have the difficulty of having to prove that they have content and structure inside of them, and so they yeah. have to build off of stuff. So you don't get just the movie; you get yeah. the movie plus this random pizza delivery missions. You know, like in Spider-Man oh, yeah, Two, yeah, yeah. they were fun. Don't get me wrong. But like that's the yeah. problem with most of those old licensed games is you had to fill, otherwise you had a really short game. Oh my god, it's Gungrave! I figured you might be excited about this one. Yes, Gungrave. this is the new exclusive cinematic gameplay trailer. Oh, this one's from. This is the wrong one. I did. I did get the wrong one. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's that's that's. Yeah, that's from Summer of Games. That's hold. There we go. There we go. Here's the one, new one. day ago. Bada bing, plastash. PlayStation. Fix it. Turn that oh, volume. Let me hear it. Hi, my name's Quartz, and I should probably catch you up. I'm right part there. of a group to eradicate bad guys. Tell me why her face looks like a really old PlayStation One character. Oh god, so this is. 
It does. You're not wrong. Ooh, but it looks no good. Said. Meet the team. Show me something good. Bungie. Dr. Aso, he's our mad genius. That's Mika. She runs this gang. And then there's Grave. Brandon Heath. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're fighting the Seed, led by the witch, Big Wushen. The evil Taranti. The katana-wielding Yensen. Let me finish him. And lastly, Gonpo. <laughs> okay, so it's not the same. Okay. I wonder if this takes place before. It probably takes place before. I would say so, since Grave looks he a bit He doesn't have younger. white hair. Yeah. Yeah. Brandon does not have his white hair. Looks really Ooh. gory. Yeah. No, well, it's in gore in the title. In gore. Oh, this looks fun. I can't wait. November 22nd. Only got a few more months till it's out. I'm gonna wait till it goes on sale because I'm poor. That's <laughs> that's fair. It's uh, a smart choice too. Yay, Sony. Uh so what do you think? Pretty dope. What are you awesome? It looks fucking banging. I can't wait. Never heard of the series before, but this looks awesome. I'm concerned that it might be a little too PlayStation 2 era and not mm -hmm. enough new age action adventure game. Just from the way it looks, it it it's a concern. Yeah, I like wanted the aesthetics. To, I wanted to play like those old games and have that same feel and that good like good old fun time, um, you know, Muso action kind of thing that you used to have in almost every game. Yeah, you're supposed to be an overpowered anime character, so it makes sense. I'm just worried that the controls may not feel up to date or standard. Otherwise, the story looks good. Yasuhiro Naito was involved with its production as well, so you know. So yeah, should be good. Yeah. Looks banging. Let's see. The next one up is the Fabulous Fear Machine, and this one was geared specifically for Brooks, but he's not here. So you guys are just gonna have to watch this and enjoy it with me. <laughs> this is a game actually that is being produced uh, by AMC, the TV channel. Wow! Yeah. Yeah, it's it's kind of neat. It's it's weird. I don't know too much about it. Not my kind of game. But it is a strategy kind of game, and it looks like you do these you you like do these things in game that control certain parts of the countries. And it's I like don't know civilization if it, well, and all those other games I, like those kind of strategies. I want to put it straight to civilization in that sense. Like it's like you do things and those things have reactions and actions to things around you. And it looks like this character helps you make these things a reality. and its It's I, it looks creepy. It just doesn't. It feels so unsettling. Out oh, sidebar. I like how you have XP to level three on your the right side of your screen. <laughs> the channel. Are you willing to pay this price? 
Insert your coin. So I don't really have any thoughts on that. It's just it's not my kind of game. Nah. What do you think about the premise of it? I couldn't hear anything. Ah, <laughs> you know what? That makes a lot of sense. I turned it down so we could talk over them and I didn't you can't hear shit. I didn't realize. You guys should have said something. I would have turned it up a little bit more sooner. Oh. I didn't know. I thought, I thought that was just music from it coming back. Yeah, I yeah. I barely heard the voice. Ah, that's fair. Well, oh, yeah. strategy game, kind of a card system, it looks like. You pick and choose certain things to happen, and when those things happen, it changes the mm. landscape of Europe, for better mm. or for worse. <laughs> On to something a little bit more accessible to other people. I have a game called Wordless. Worldless, which Wordless. Is, is the game that Word. stood... This game is the one that stood out the most to me from all the indie titles. Or, this is the okay. one that stood out second most to me throughout the, all the indie titles. Let me guess. Another platform. Uh-huh. Okay. More of a Metroidvania. Oh, get back to the screen. Oh. God damn it. I can't see it. More of a Metroidvania. There we go. But the combat itself looks different. Unique. I, I like don't know. the art style. Oh yeah, the art style is beautiful. It's just gorgeous. I like the simpli it's it's like the stick game from before. Simplicity with beauty. That's what we're yes. going with. Yeah. Not and, like Fortnite. Oh that's your, oh that's cool. Ugly. You open up and that's your skill tree. Yeah. yeah. Oh pretty dope. This like feels like a limbo slash hollow knight thing. Yeah, there you yeah. go. Yeah. Yeah, just about. Oh. I, I know someone who would play that too. Coming out 2023. It looks like it's supposed to be super fucking fun. Yeah, super. it looks like a lot of fun. It's I, pretty I, too. I, yeah, see, the aesthetics of it look pretty sick. What was it? No, not no. what was it? I forgot what it was called. There was one more trailer I had that I forgot to put on the dock. Nothing. I'll find it right now. No. It's got to be here somewhere. <laughs> what always wanted to do what oh no gotham knights uh, well while we're on the topic of it what do you guys think about gotham knights not my kind of game either yeah <laughs> nothing <laughs> i liked i liked the arkham games and then once they s split up into multiple characters i'm just like nope you lost my interest that's fair i don't really care the, the really care about batman arkham knight games are supposed to be very rpg action rpg based so they they play a lot like an rpg the one that mm -hmm. uh, that Rocksteady is actually oh, they play working like on. Games. Well, you said Arkham, the Arkham games. Yeah, they're action adventures. Yeah, we well, no, you said they were RPG. I'm like, no, no, no. no Gotham Knights is an action there you RPG. Go. Yeah, yeah. That one is. That's why I'm saying it's a little different. You get the four characters. They all play differently. They feel differently. They have different skill trees. So yeah. it, not my. You know, exact thing that I wanted from it, but it is not bad. But Rocksteady's working on the next follow up, which is Suicide Squad Kills the Justice League. Mm. That, that's going to be good. That's the one I'm waiting be for. Interesting. Here is the final random reaction trailer Nine Years of Shadows. This one is a me ass fucking game. Anime as fuck. Yep. Very anime as fuck. I love it. Oh, yeah. Just it looks so beautiful. And look, it's Griffith. Nah, Griffith. 
It's so weird to see this though. It's so fucking cool. What she just went fucking oh, Sailor, Sailor Moon. Moon. Sailor Moon. Yeah, it's Sailor, Sailor Moon. The whole, yeah, there you go. Sailor Moon. Yeah. Roll on Sailor Moon or Sailor Viking. Sailor I don't Moon know what it is. And uh, panty and stocking transformation animations. Oh yeah. It's a teddy bear. Oh my god. Even the in-game oh. animations, they're very 16-bit. I love games like this. These games I can play for hours. This reminds me so much of Bloodstained. I don't know if you guys ever played that one, but never that heard one, of it. That one was a newer um, Castlevania, uh, Metroidvania. Uh huh. It's super fucking fun. So good. Another platformer. Metroidvania. There's a difference in types of platformers, to be fair. Yeah, but it's but it is a platformer. Yeah. There are platforms, so it is a platformer. I do like platformers. They, I like the whole aesthetic too. of like, okay, up, yeah. down, left, right, real quick, you know. It's fun. The art style is actually superb. Oh yeah, yeah. just amazing. The sprites look fucking fantabulous. Yeah. I don't know who those composers are, but I assume they are big deals. Because the music sounds great. Yeah, it does. The music sounds good. It's like, I want them to redo Symphony of the Night in this way. I want a new cat. I want a remake of Castlevania Symphony of the Night in this vein. The only Castlevania game I ever played was Circle of the Moon. Game Boy Advance. Circle of the Moon <laughs> oh was alright. Symphony of the Night was hands down the best Castlevania game I've ever played. That's what people tell me. And I played Teddy Bear. Teddy Bear is key to your sanity, I guess. Yeah. Nine Years of Shadows. That's a lot of. Comes out sunlight. on October 10th. Nine What's the hype level? What's the hype level, folks? What do you think? What do we got? I don't have any hype for it because I'm not going to play it. <laughs> I, I give it like a seven. It's not my cup of tea. Seven, huh? I'll give it a seven. Low scores. Not a cup of tea. Well, we'll move on to our last breakdown, <laughs> which is going to be Focus Entertainment's Atlas Fallen. I hope Atlas. it doesn't suck. I hope not, too. The it sand looks has like a good time, honestly. I Very like it. I mean, you can't really tell because it's cinematics yeah. only until the last nine seconds. But Yeah. yeah. Story-wise, it sounds interesting. The ability to control sand and whatever that's not usually a superpower you or a magic power that you see in games yeah usually it's the typical elements of fire ice water lightning and rock but yeah yeah for spoken or even like light and shadow yeah like the darkness or other games that use light but we'll see if you can be like uh gara and whatnot honestly from just the cinematic trailer, you know what vibe it gives me? It gives me that fucking Diablo vibe. It gives you what? Sorry, you cut out. Diablo. It, like, it gives oh, me okay. Diablo vibes. Don't know why. Don't know what for, but... Remember when I saw the hey, sands and everything, cool. them controlling sand? I was like, oh, it's like, it felt like Prince of Persia. <laughs> sands of time. Rewind. Yeah, the sands of time. Yeah, rewind. Those games were Back. fun. They were. I'm waiting yeah, for the remake. Were. I can't wait for Sands of Time remake. I will play the hell out of it. What's cool about this is the sand weapons. Sand weapons just sound like a really neat idea. According to some gameplay impressions from it, and some words from the developers, 
there are uh -huh. different ways to fight your enemies. So like, there's like uh, some way that you can crystallize your enemies, basically. Once you crystallize them, you can switch your weapon over to a hammer and smash them. Murder them yeah. instantly. That makes sense. So, depending on how the combat gets flushed out towards the end of this, it could be a really unique experience. Considering that you yeah. can swap between weapons all the time like this. Yeah, the sand whip. Ooh. Yeah, this, that sand whip sword thing is so cool. I have always loved weapons like that. Even I don't know why. Ruins, we endure. So, like, if you remember Ivy from Soul Calibur, she was, like, one of my favorite we characters. Just because oh, her sword yeah. whip is so yeah. intense. Among now, other reasons. We can stand for <laughs> ourselves. <laughs> so, game looks like it might be like Monster Hunter 2, considering the large Gosh. monster. The giant beast, the giant sand beast. Yeah. I suck it. I suck it. See here's oh, the, so the gameplay. Very minimal. Very fluid. Yeah. So the gameplay alone just makes me interested in it. Yeah. It just looks fucking great. I definitely want to play this. I am slightly yeah. concerned about the mobility, like that little like sand gliding thing. It doesn't look super. I don't know. It just—it looks stiff, I guess. Not to me. Oh, look, they, they only have like two shots of it. Yeah, they, yeah, they only have two shots of it. But it just looks—you know—it it doesn't look like your characters are actually moving with the sand or anything. Just, it looks like you're floating there, and your body like just sways. That's it. Yeah. I don't feel immersed in the motion or movement of it. But the combat yeah, what was it? itself. Or spoken had a better motion. Yeah, exactly. You know, with the gliding. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. It looked like you were interacting with your environment as you moved. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Given that there's this one's still wish wish list, so you know, 2023 as a whole is what oh, your your date range is for that. But yeah. honestly, it, I I'm excited for that. Atlas Fallen looks like it'll be a fun time, and we don't have enough. We don't have enough single-player action-adventure or co-op action-adventure games no. in the world that are good. So we we definitely need some more. Agreed. Definitely. So all in all, that, those were some things that stood out to me. Did uh, I know that you guys may not have completely paid attention to all the stuff out of Gamescom, but was there any other things that you thought were interesting coming out from Gamescom this year that you would like to bring up? Uh, that were not uh, shown in the video today? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Return to Monkey Island, oh, right off the right. bat. I'm excited for that because as a child, Uncle Neil, um, mm -hmm. he um, he introduced me to Curse of Monkey Island, which was yeah. a very punny, fun, point-and-click adventure game. And I loved it as a child, and I still love it today. I was very happy when they remastered the original first two games and allowed yeah. you to shift between 8-bit and 32-bit version, as well as... Uh, Telltale taking the, the, the release date. Mm -hmm. taking the helm and making a Tales of Monkey Island series. Like, yeah. This is just, it's fantastic. I just, I love it. And I love this fucking character too. This guy's always selling, he's always trying to scam people for something. Like in the first game, he's like <laughs> selling coffins. In the second one, he's selling broken down ships. And in the third one, he's selling life insurance in a graveyard. You know, he's always doing With something. That, life insurance in a graveyard. Yeah. That's funny. You sell life insurance in a graveyard and the main character dies. And uh, then you, you're like, 
I'm here to collect my life insurance. And he's like, that's not how it works. You're supposed to be dead. He's like, well, I'm here. Here's my death certificate. Well, here and then he gives him his money. Well, and he's like, great, you made me broke. <laughs> you excited so about that? all the money I had. You excited yeah. about that September 19th release date? Hell yes. you be playing that day and date? Day one? I'll, I'll probably do it because it's not going to be $60. <laughs> that's fair. And this 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 one's actually canon because yep. after Monkey Island one and two, Lucas Arts took over, and the creator Ron, uh, I think it's Ron Gilbert, he wasn't um, he was no longer a part of the project. So the games after that were were not canon to him. So this game is truly the conclusion to the Monkey Island uh, story of one and two. So well, I'm excited to see where that's to go. I was gonna say, put a quote unquote on the conclusion. We, we don't, you know, you never know. If yeah, I'm not sure. But that's what he said. He's like, this is the. Oh my God. Yeah, but yeah, a lot of people from the '90s who grew up on PC gaming yeah. are looking forward to this game in particular. So that's oh, definitely. I, I don't even. I don't play a lot of point and clicks, but the art style stuck out to me, so I actually might go out of my way to play it. Plus, right now the Monkey Island collection is on sale on Steam, so I mean. It's great if you like um, I, I've just funny, good, funny yeah. humor. I was going to say, I've heard good things about the comedy from the funny game. Humor. Like, there's a moment in Monkey Island 2 where you go to, I don't know where it is, you get stuck in the forest, and mm-hmm. there's a cell phone attached to the forest. And, or, no, sorry, a, a payphone. You pick up the payphone, and then you, it's, what? who picks up? It's, it's, it's the front desk of LucasArts, and you're talking to customer service in mm-hmm. the video game. And, like, they do a whole <laughs> gag on that. Yeah, it's fucking funny. He's like, I'm lost in this forest. And then the customer service person is like, oh, you need to go this way and this way and this way. And then you'll get back to where you need to go. Mm. So they do. They break the fourth wall like that. And it's, it's fucking hilarious. That's fucking funny. So uh, any other things that you guys wanted to talk about? Any other games I heard? Yeah, uh, Dead Island 2 right here and uh, Homeworld 3. Yep, Got it. Personally excited for those. Dead Island 2. Dead Island 2. That was a big trailer, actually. That was a big thing. Last time we saw something about it was E3 2014, I believe. The game was rumored to be canceled and dead for a bunch Uh, of times. Dead Island 2. That's what I thought. Yeah, it was supposed to be be based off in California, right? Yeah, yeah, man. Sure is. Yeah. SoCal, baby. Santa Monica Pier. Oh, fuck yeah. This was a huge freaking thing when it happened. I was so excited. I forget oh. Dead Island Riptide isn't Dead Island 2. No, it is not. No. It is just I uh, need to play that too. DLC. Oh. No, I I I beat Dead Island 1 probably about like 25 times through with different How characters. long did it take you to play through that one cuz I still haven't beaten it. It's not that uh, not that long, honestly. Um okay. depending if you're getting all the side quests done. Uh-huh. Probably I would I would give or take like if you're just going in a full run through probably about like 12 hours. 12 hours? Damn, I've spent way too much time on it, Dad. Fuck. <laughs> if you're not doing the side quest and you're going straight on full of the story, Ooh. then you, you'll get done a lot quicker. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, this, I, I need to just sit down and play the first one again cause, and actually fucking beat it. Because, yeah, I like the concept of this game. Like, this, usually... I think zombies are overdone. Like, I just don't give a shit about them. But in this case, it Ooh. works. Yeah. yeah. No, this, just this like Dead nice. Rising. Like Dead Rising. That, that game series worked for me. That shit was oh, yeah. hilarious. And even the side game, the, the fan-made game, No More Room in Hell, which is actually having a sequel whenever the hell that's getting released. That was a really good zombie game, too. 
So fun fact, February 3rd yeah. release date for this one. Six nice. different characters to play. All of them oh, completely yeah. different apparently. So can't wait. Full free roam in LA. Sounds good. I've always wanted yeah. to run around LA Slot with zombies. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Be like, They're gonna now, come here eventually. Yeah, eventually. You see them all on the highways. Yeah, just all <laughs> stuck up the on highways. highways. It's still yeah, yeah, in the zombie park. apocalypse. There's still gonna be traffic on the four hundred five. Is what you're telling me? The two ten, the five, the one. <laughs> oh my god! Every every trafficy freeway, the zombies are gonna be like, we gotta fuck it up for people who are still alive. No, like, yep, we're gonna stop them. They're gonna try to go through here. Nope, zombies, oh. no. All right, and moving to Homeworld three, we finally got some actual gameplay footage at opening night live, and here it is. So tell us about this game, since you, Snivels, love this oh, game so much. I don't really know the story. I don't remember the story. But this is like EVE, where you have massive space fleets. You you know, you go through outer space, and you have it's an RTS game. And you have to command fighter squadrons, gigantic fleets to take out the enemy and whatnot. It's a really cool, very, very beautiful outer space game. Again, because it's more like a, a single-player version of EVE, and minus mm -hmm. the Excel sheet. So as you can see here... Just the amazing the graphics of grandiose space battles. Yeah, that's what you can see in in these games. I mean, you got fighter squadrons going through massive fucking thruster uh, graveyards of of these um, of these uh, gigantic capital ships and whatnot. So this this these kind of games really will push you to think over the edge how you want to take out the enemy and whatnot and what what's what's the best uh, strategy to do so. Yeah. So, it looks like yeah, fun because I'm I'm a fan of like strategy games like this, like Age of Empires. Yeah. See, uh, I need to actually things. sit down and play the remastered version because I bought it on Steam, but I never yeah. got it. And gave it a, a chance, unfortunately. Actually, <laughs> but, this looks really really nice. Yeah, I love outer space games. Space combat seems interesting, and I just I wonder how it translates as a strategy game. Like, mm -hmm. how will it play out? I saw that in the beginning, you can see that they run behind. They send a squadron of people behind like a, a piece of debris that's just floating up there in the air. Somebody can find it. Yeah. There we go. Using right it here. for cover. Yeah. yeah. Using the and they're and they're doing it in three dimensional movement, so it's not like I put it here and like the yeah. line just goes in one direction. Like if you can see it, there's that little point where the line goes up behind yeah, the cover. Yeah. So mm -hmm. it seems like there's a lot of thought into the mobility of the game and a lot of thought into how you're going to have to plan stuff out, which honestly sounds pretty cool. The Homeworld 3 was a big ass, a whole ass meme during Summer Games Fest because it was literally just a trailer. Every five seconds, like Homeworld 3, Homeworld 3, and it was all just developer shots of like ships and outer space. Oh my God. So getting to actually get gameplay and see what it looks like actually made me a little more excited for the game. We scrambled bombers. So we can look forward to that sometime soon hopefully don't know exactly when first half 2023 is what it looks like okay so not too long we got a release window that's good yeah. um so yeah overall what so now that we're at the end of our episode i was originally going to go jump into a couple things that I wanted to ask you guys' opinion on news-wise, but I feel like it's better to just stick and focus straight on Gamescom for this episode. So, yes, I agree. give me a rating. I want an honest-to-God rating. Now that you know and now that you've seen the things from Gamescom, 
what is your rating for Gamescom in the For the Geeks scale? And if you recall, it's going to be a one through five scale to simplify things. One to oh, five. Okay. One five. to five. One to five. How do you feel about Gamescom after watching all these videos, after seeing all these things? What's your rating? What's your score? Let me start with you, Jack, since you wanted to blur out five right away. Oh, I did. I had to be a five. I did. I was, I was like, I did like how they had the whole fucking setup at Gamescom. You know, mm. normally at some industries that when, whenever they do it, they have like the awkward, you know, people talking through yeah. it, you know, the announcers and things like that. But no, it actually was pretty good. I did get to watch a little bit of the of the Gamescom. Nice. Jeff Keighley is a good speaker, so opening night live was fun. Albeit the opening night live was only like gameplay trailers or but cinematic trailers. Forgive me. Uh, we got a lot more out of the days. Uh, Seeger, what do you get? What do you got? Damn, I was gonna say there was a like there's another trailer there that I wanted to see in case it was new, The Expanse. But um, I'm gonna have to agree and give it a five because um, like <laughs> my friend said in uh, my conversation with him yesterday, this is better than E3. And oh, yeah. like there wasn't, I didn't, I wasn't expecting you know some of the games here to be look so interesting, mm-hmm. such you know as um. Such as the 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 stick figure whatever game, yeah, that looked like I didn't see that coming. So that looks fucking amazing. Uh, I didn't know Homeworld was getting a sequel. You know, Uh I didn't know Dead Island was getting a sequel. And Mm -hmm. this convention does a better job of not dealing, uh, not having extra bullshit that's not important like E3 does because they have a lot of pre-show content that is completely irrelevant and nobody cares about. So it's better just to cut straight to the game or, or stuff that you know gamers want to listen to, and and talk about, and that's what they mm-hmm. seem to do here. So I like that. Straight to the points. Yep. I like that. Yeah. Honestly, I I agree. From a consumer standpoint, from a yes. consumer standpoint, everything that I've seen so far from Gamescom has been very geared to getting you gameplay footage, getting you hands-on time for all of the other journalists in the industry, and getting people to actually see what progress is being made on these games, as opposed to just getting all these trailers. Sorry, something got in my eye that hurt. Ow. I, though, taking it from the prosumer level, I feel like there's just some things that are missing for me. Um, Not so much the game floor from all the videos we saw of the game floor. Everything looked pretty well done, pretty well uh, displayed. I'm going with a 4 out of 5 for it, personally, just because they're was some things missing in in the sense of there were less big games. All the big games that we saw were things that we heard about already, mostly. Yeah, um, yeah. Aside from, yeah. like, Atlas Fallen and Dead Island 2 and a handful of other games, a lot of these were just catch-ups on games that we already knew about. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, people watching this for seeing more information on God of War Ragnarok, I'm assuming. Uh, we all should have known that Sony wasn't going to be here in some major way. We got one good thing, which was the DualSense Edge, which is PlayStation's answer to an Xbox Elite controller. That's yeah. cool. And I thought that was great. For me, that's freaking awesome. I can't <laughs> wait to get my hands on a DualSense Edge. It's going to feel amazing because the DualSense itself already is amazing. Um, but yeah, it was a good it was a good show. Honestly, it gave a lot of visual to games that we did want to know more about. There were a handful of developer interviews that gave us information that we wanted to hear about the progress of certain games and what they did, how they got to where they are on their game, how much longer we can expect things. There's a lot of neat indie titles that I actually appreciated a lot more because mm-hmm. having a lot more indie coverage makes it a more even playing field for those kinds of small developers. 
On top yeah. of that, a lot of European developers coming out of this Gamescom just because, you know, it's in Germany. And I would feel like we're cheating out the rest of the gaming world if those developers didn't get a chance to put their stuff on the big stage as yeah. opposed to all the American companies. So, like, you know, it, yeah. I, I'm all for yeah. it. But hands down, 4 out of 5, it was a great show. It was really good. I got a lot of information yeah. and new games I wanted out of it. Just not as many big titles that I, that I wanted out of it. Mm-hmm. Even still, not not so much as a negative though. No, 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 not enough. So I, not I do enough. like, yeah, yeah. I still like seeing a lot of the indie games popping oh, up yeah. and things like that. Yeah, yeah, they're interesting. So, with the three of us here, we can actually come to a true consensus about this. We are going to give this Gamescom. Of, oh, anybody? Anybody here? Am I cutting out still? I started <laughs> yeah, getting no, too loud. That's why. It's Discord for the geeks. Yeah, it's Discord official yeah. review recap. We're going to score it five out of five. Two to three, two to one wins a five out of five score for Gamescom. And just as one last treat, because Seeger was so excited about it, we're going to play yeah. the Expanse gameplay reveal trailer and give you a little look at what we can Turn the up for the video from Please. this game. This is a new Telltale series based on the Expanse show. So yes. let's hit that button and swap it. I think we need a little more volume, yeah. Let's see what we can do. Captain Drummer, what are your orders? The Expanse is obviously one of those universes that has a ton of opportunity to tell great stories. One of the things I'm super excited about is <laughs> the zero G stuff that we've been doing. A big part of when we're making the game, not only are we thinking about the characters, we also have to think about how can we evolve the genre in any way. Or yeah, the fucking one of the big things with the Expanse the and why like people love it is scientifically, they are the most accurate sci-fi show ever made. Like they pay attention to the littlest of details when it comes to science and outer space stuff. Yeah, vulnerable sides that by the time we meet her, oh yeah, really accurate with their shit. Yeah, and she's she's a great character and actor. Kamina Drummer. Any scavenger has ever come across. It's a TV show that's basically like Game of Thrones in outer space. Everybody's at each other's throat over resources. Earth and Mars are trying not to kill each other while a third party wants them to kill each other. And then you have an outside party that just came out of nowhere and then is just throwing everything off balance. It's really, against, it's political, like and it's also really, story. it's really well That's done. A personal story. Those are people. Those are characters. What was the show called again? Now the Expanse. The Expanse. The ghosts. It has six it's seasons. They were it's definitely like one of the best died. sci-fi shows I've seen in years. Pretty dark job. Because they, they, they put a lot of effort on the political aspect of Earth is for the rich and wealthy. Mars is just a second, a secondary, uh, you know, blue-collar place. And then there's even... Actually, not even blue collar. That's like middle class and lower. And then you have the asteroid belt, which is made up of the blue collar force entirely because water is treated like a scarcity because that's something you'll run out of at some point in the future is water. And you're going to have to treat that as fucking gold and silver at that point or even, you know, precious metals. Because I know Neil deGrasse Tyson said the best way to become a trillionaire in this day and age is to set up a satellite and a mining operation on an asteroid because asteroids today you can mine them and you'd have access to all the metals that you know are here on earth but are hard to get to if you can if you can mine all that shit in outer space today 
you'd be a fucking trillionaire in no time because you would be able to monetize that. Um, so in the expanse, they do that with water and what I can't wait to see here is because Carmina, she's part of that blue collar asteroid belt, the belter, um, uh, uh, race in a sense, I'm going to say race, but they're all humans. But if you're born in the asteroid belt, you're going to live a tough life for the rest of your life because earth and Mars both look down upon you as you know, the crappy blue collar, uh, 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 society that they are. And she's a part of the fighting force that wants to create equality between earth and Mars. So Mm. I can't wait till this game comes out because telltale telltale has done a really good job. Um, I've only played season one of the walking dead and I thought it was fantastic. I didn't beat it. And then I played all five episodes of, uh, tales of monkey Island, which were fantastic. So I can't wait till this game comes out. Excellent. I mean, a new Telltale game series sounds really yeah. fun. I, After they went bankrupt too, or it, whatever that was, and then they came back. Yeah, I, I thought. Yeah, I thought that's what happened. While I am not massively excited for the Expanse like you are, I am really excited for The Wolf Among Us too, which I didn't get any gameplay footage or anything. Right, else, a lot of people are makes excited me want to cry. Uh, the Wolf <laughs> Among Us is so oh good. God. It's one of my favorite games. Oops. Instamatter in the chat says the original books are great too. I don't know. I've never read the Expanse books. I didn't know they had books. Me I neither. It was a TV show. I, I didn't even know no, they had they're books. based off the books, and the books, according to Uncle Neil, they're really good as well. So mm. yeah. Well, we'll have to check that out. Yeah, yeah, definitely. In the meantime, that's gonna wrap it up for this episode. Yes. So thank you, everyone who tuned in. Thank you very much for watching. Thanks for sticking around for the live show. We do appreciate it, but that's all the time we have for today. Thank yep. you for stopping by. And Thank you, guys. Rant and Thank ramble. You. Rabble, rabble, rabble. Rabble, if you enjoyed us, rabble, rabble. If you enjoyed us, head on over to our Patreon where you can subscribe at the general support level. Just for $1. That $1 goes to buying... goes from things to buying new microphones, cameras, and making our production better to ramen whenever Seeger gets hungry, I guess. Yes. <laughs> Top row man. Right now. I haven't had lunch yet. It'll really help us move forward with our production and make sure that we can start getting bigger projects rolling. So if you want to see more, please consider giving us a dollar. Again, this is the For the Geeks Gamescast, where once every other week, maybe, I still have yet to work out that schedule. We're going to get to talk together. We're going to get together to talk about all the things we love about video games and sometimes the things that frustrate us. If you would like to follow us on all of our socials, we have a link tree that you can click down in our bio on Twitch and in the con- or the description on YouTube once this video is posted to YouTube. From mm-hmm. there, you can access the link to our YouTube, our Instagram, our Twitter, our Twitch, and access to where all the podcasts are posted. For those of you who aren't subscribed, you can get the podcast when it goes up the very next day on your favorite podcast apps all over the internet. Now, Mr. Seeger, if anybody wanted to get in touch with you or ask you about your amazing design skills as you created our intro graphic for us, where can they find you? Well, you can find my photography Instagram at SeegerVFX. You can also find my gaming Instagram at SeegerPlays, my Twitch, twitch.tv slash SeegerPlays, and my Twitter handle is at SeegerPlays as well. Excellent. And Jack, if if the folks wanted to watch you play some Apex when you're not on the uh, company's streaming setup, when can they find you? 
They can find me on Twitch at Jack underscore Skellington. You can also find me on Instagram, Jack Skellington. I believe the Skellington has a zero instead of an O. Zero instead of an O. We'll have to to double check that, but we'll make sure that we get the right information out to you guys. Creative. (laughs) Very. For everyone else that's been watching and listening, thank you again. Thank you, guys. And we will catch you you guys later. This episode will be up on Monday morning at 10 a.m. on podcast services if you want to listen to it later. And the video (laughs) will be going out, I want to say, by Wednesday. So, everyone, thank you for (laughs) tuning in. Thanks for the Gamescom. And remember, game like you mean it.